0: Hello and welcome back to Project 99. It is December 31st, 2021. Ready for the new year. We made it. We made it. Everybody celebrates New Year's as like a big deal, but honestly, I just, it's never been a thing for me.
1: I always think about the fact that, I mean, there's many different calendars that have been in use throughout history. And, I mean, really, one day into the next, <laughs> it's like, it really doesn't mean literally anything. Yeah, I never got the whole new. I mean year's it's like it's a man made, self constructed bunch of bullshit. Like you're more um, sensible to celebrate like the change of the seasons or the equinox, which is actually a particular specific solar or lunar event that's occurring. Like you can you can at least say like there's a specific reason why we summer celebrate summer solstice. It's the longest day and the shortest night of the year. There's legitimately a reason that it can't be a different day. It has to be that day. But, like, New Year's Day, like, honestly, you could pick any fucking day and be like, this is the day that New Year starts. Starting over, yeah. Like, the Chinese have a different New Year. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. But, I mean, I get it. People want to excuse the party. They want to go out. So, well, it's... And I guess we need that marking of this year's gone. Fresh start. Fresh start. That's really what it's all about. Everybody needs a fresh start. So, I guess if you got to pick a day for that. I mean, because all cultures do, I guess, have a day where it's like, you know, marking one end of an era onto the next you know so okay but I'm not staying up till midnight just letting y'all know and um one of the joys of not working at the casino (laughs) is uh yeah I can actually just not have to think about it
0: yeah I don't know New Year's has never been a big thing for me it's funny uh is that is because I feel like I was such a heavy drinker for so long but I always try to make a habit to not drink on New Year's And I don't know if that was like me subconsciously like recognizing my alcohol problem like maybe I'll start the new year not drunk like I don't know I always
1: just thought like wow waking up hungover on the first day of the new year is not something I want to do like but you know who's super happy are like exercise equipment makers because everybody swears they're gonna exercise and lose weight so people go out and buy like tons oh tons of shit because buying stuff is how you lose weight I don't know if y'all know this or not but it's not actually physically moving or eating different food it's just buying equipment. (laughs)
0: And diet drinks and food and <laughs> oh
1: my god, like if it was that easy. Like everybody would have a ripped body, and it's just not. And I do want to say though that like I'm really sad that I can't exercise because of my post COVID issues. And a lot of people say that oh I wish I had more time to exercise or I wish I could exercise to do this, and I legitimately really wish I could. I miss it. Like I used to really and Juke can Juke can attest attest to this, because two years ago I could outdo her in cardio and uh, you know was weightlifting and then i had COVID, and now i'm just fucking wrecked (laughs) and it's depressing but you know hey i gotta i gotta suck it up and uh make the best of my life and hope that someday i can actually do something without you know falling into a pit of misery afterwards So, I guess,
0: like, I don't know. I feel like it's really hard for me to look back at the entire year and be like, oh, what happened this year? Because th- I feel like the past several years have been a complete blur. Yes. Of things mashing together. together. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I don't really know. Honestly, I feel like there wasn't anything significant politically. Shocker.
1: Well, I think it's, like you said, It over. there was a lot of overlap. So, you know, there was, like, midterm elections. Then we had, like, the... um. You know, run up to the the real election, the presidential election, and there was all that Democratic crap that went on, infighting that went on for you know what I mean. Like it just blended one thing into another, and then you know Trump actually lost in November, but then the coup happened in January, so that was like yeah, but that's twenty twenty. No, but what I'm saying is like all of these things that are making up our current consciousness right now happened as kind of one continuous drama
0: true enough that
1: never like you would start telling this if you started telling the story of where we are now you would have to go back to like the beginning of um the pandemic really and i mean the beginning before anybody wanted to say it was a pandemic like like 2019 yeah like that's when you'd have to go back and and kind of wrap this this is like hopefully the season finale of the fucking virus
0: so i mean we had the riot at the very beginning of this year that was 2021, yeah. after Joe Biden's mm-hmm.
1: inauguration. And it's been an entire year, and we haven't done jack shit about it. And I'm by that, I mean, no one's in jail. No one's being prosecuted.
0: Well, I mean, some of the people who were involved. Oh, like the, the foot soldiers? Yeah, the the, yeah but little, they're, I mean, yeah.
1: Okay, people I, I on take the it back. They I take it jail. back. Little people on the ground. But all the important people who made and it Steve happen Bannon are got, still
0: walking around. Steve Bannon turned himself in after he got... <sighs> Um, i'm just impatient
1: like i i know history and i know that there are people back in history who did far less who were tried for sedition and thrown in fucking jail mm-hmm. far less with far less far less evidence and they had no problem trying people for sedition and treason and locking them up in jail
0: yeah we don't really like to do anything anymore and it's like
1: oh well Let's you just know. drag it out so
0: we can talk about it on the news and then move on to something else that's, that's what they do.
1: I just. That's.
0: So February we, rejo- we rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement. That was really all was in the news that month. Uh, March was all about the Suez Canal. And that oh ship that got. The know, turn to get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was like all they talked about. <laughs> um, April was a big month for news. Derek Chauvin was convicted. Mm-hmm. Um, we think. What else? Uh, May was the whole SpaceX thing. Elon know. Musk see uh june there was that uh the building collapse in florida mm-hmm. talked about that for a couple weeks on the news cnn oh god
1: I july i really
0: didn't have anything for the news it was a mostly like olympic events mm-hmm. um august was a big one afghanistan withdraw mm-hmm. um september not a lot a lot about the uh the texas heartbeat the abortion ban mm-hmm. that was about all i had for september um Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Not much after that. Let me see. trying to remember about different stuff we talked to, too. All the tornadoes in December, that was a huge thing. A lot of people Mm -hmm. died. I don't know if we Mm -hmm. talked much about that, because I know we were spotting in December with all the holiday stuff going on. But uh, the biggest one I read was the candle factory, where uh, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't let the employees go home. And Mm -hmm. then a lot of them ended up dying in that tornado. So that was fucking awful. Corporate greed takes more lives.
1: And then they tried to cover it up by saying that they told people they couldn't leave because it was safer there than... It would have been if they tried to leave. And I'm like, okay, if your fucking factory hadn't collapsed on those people and killed them, then you might have had an argument. Like, let's say the people said, well, I'm leaving because, you know, I'm afraid I need to get out of here because the tornado is coming and I don't feel this place is safe. And they leave and you're like, well, if you leave, you're fired. And then nothing happens and they come back and you're like, you're fired. But your fucking building collapsed on top of people and your defense is... Well, we told them to stay because we we thought it was safer here. Then you're fucking, you literally killed those people. Yeah. Because they did die from staying there. So what, that is not a defense. They're trying to say it wasn't about money, which it was about And at the very
0: least, I mean, clearly staying there killed them. So, I mean, going home, at least they could have been with their families if if they were going to meet the same end at least they could have been in their own home with their own families like
1: right and i and i'm not i'm not a structural engineer and i don't know about this. i don't know about this warehouse um i didn't research a lot about it well
0: neither I, are there people who told them to stay or be fired exactly
1: but i do know that you know fires and tornadoes affect buildings based on their 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 um well, construction obviously and a warehouse i mean if you if you ever go in Walmart and you look up You know, you don't see, it's like a, it's like a tent, there's a roof and there's an outside solid structure. And then there's like, you know, support poles here and there, but it's basically like an open balloon type structure. And from the reports, I heard that the, the, uh, force of the wind basically ripped the walls out and the ceiling collapsed down on them, you know, and you'd almost think, well, that's kind of a fucking foreseeable thing. You know, it's not like... What do they always tell you? Go to the basement. Why? Because the basement is underground. And it's... It, even if your house gets ripped off of its... Um, off its foundation. The foundation is cement blocks in the ground. So unless you're sucked up in with the wind when it rips your house down, a basement is surrounding you with this. What do you have in a warehouse? There's nothing like that. You're a flat level... I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I just... To me, like... I just think those people are incredible. They're liable, whether it was for greed or whether it was just for, um, you know, stupidity. They're liable for those people's deaths. But that's just my uneducated, uh, unlegal uh, opinion.
0: (laughs) I would agree. Shit's awful. So. So moving on to the next thing that I found was uh, shocking and to end this year with another fuck you, Joe Manchin. Um, Did you see where... There was supposedly a report by the Huffington Post saying that Joe Manchin claimed that low-income people would use money on drugs and sick time to go hunting.
1: No, but that doesn't surprise me if he said it.
0: Yeah, Here's So this is from uh, this is from our local news channel WTRF that reported on the article that Huffington Post. Uh, put out. It says, according to a report by the Huff Post, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin allegedly told co-workers in the Senate that low-income people waste the money in the Build Back Better plan. And the report, Manchin reportedly told people that parents who received the $300 per child would spend that money on drugs. Manchin also reportedly told fellow senators that he was against the bill's paid sick leave because people would lie about their illness for hunting trips. According to Yahoo, someone close to Manchin said Manchin had concerns about grandparents taking care of children whose parents struggle with addiction and that the caretakers would not qualify for the child tax credit. On Monday, Manchin was on the talk line with Hoppy Kerchevel and expressed his feelings on grandparents and their access to the payments. He goes on, if I can't go home and explain it to the people of West Virginia, I can't vote for it. But uh, blah, 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 blah. Yet again. Here's Manchin is a piece of shit. Bottom
1: line, he's in a Trump state. And he has to still toe Republican line on certain things, or he knows he'll get voted out. And last time, when he made Trump mad, Trump threatened to have him, uh, primaried. And he did send that idiot, uh, oh God, what was his name? The guy that Jovi hates to pieces. The little fight. He's the, uh, I think he's the, uh, Patrick Morrissey? Patrick Morsey. Yeah. Um, the, I, I just call him the Trump toady, so I forget his name all the time. But, um, you know he he was going to run against Mansion, and so it's like, well, here's your choice: Trump toady or a pretend Trump toad. Like, I mean, anyways, Mansion's an embarrassment. Um, I used to like him in in some ways because I feel like a lot of these uh, coastal elite Democrats don't realize that the only reason that West Virginia ever was a Democratic state was because of union workers. Right. Excellent. Only Absolutely. fucking reason. It's not because they're pro-abortion. I'll tell you that. And it's not because they hate guns. That's not the kind of Democrats that live here. And since the Clintons decided to obliterate fucking unions, I guess it's not a shocker that West Virginia went red. Because really, they were Republican on social issues and only Democrat on economic issues. And now, the Democratic Party has abandoned them. So now they've just full-on gone crazy Trump side. So, Manchin... He, he's, he's between a rock and a hard place and I don't see him long for that office, honestly.
0: I'm sorry, I was just reading. Like, I just, I keep the news up mm-hmm. so that I can, like, see things while we're doing this. And Betty White
1: died. <gasps> she just turned 100, didn't she? No, she's 99. Oh, they were talking about her turning 100. Oh, my God. That's so sad. That's
0: fucking awful. My whole day is ruined. Fuck oh. this whole year. Fuck this whole year for that. Why would you take Betty they just away from let her us? have New Year? Just one, one more year. Wow.
1: Sad. A sad way to end the year.
0: Yeah, we should look up the, the uh notable deaths of this year too. But I wanted to talk about a couple things that I had seen in the news that I put on a list that I wanted to discuss. And one of them was the uh now I'm gonna fucking butcher this name, I know it. Rogel Maderos. I don't know the middle name. Aguilera, maybe? He's a truck driver in Colorado. Oh, okay. He was 23. And um, he was involved in an accident. He was a CDL truck driver. He caused, I would say he caused an accident, but really his truck lost brakes, which Mm -hmm. caused an accident that resulted in, I think, like four fatalities. And he was sentenced to um, like 110 years. And there was like a total outcry for it. he was convicted of 27 counts and the judge said state law forced him to impose a lengthy sentence. Mm -hmm. But it's like, there's a lot of stuff about the case that I, I just don't understand why it hasn't been brought up that the company who he worked for that's responsible for maintaining the truck, how they are not at fault. But they did. um, When I found this story and I was talking to people about it, uh, it was actually after a, a, a bunch of truck drivers refused to enter the state of Colorado because they were like, this is unfair and we're not going to come into your state and deliver your goods because you're treating our, our entire industry mm-hmm. like we're not taking mm-hmm. the risk. Clearly mm-hmm. wasn't his fault. Um, and that's how I heard about it. But they did, I read just this week, they reduced his 110-year jail term to 10 years, which mm-hmm. th- which still I feel like seems like, yeah. I mean, I understand that four people died as a result of this accident Uh but it's like when are we gonna if a plane crash happens because of a malfunction in the plane and the pilot survives are we gonna put him in jail for killing all those people like if it's a vehicle malfunction that this guy's not even responsible Mm -hmm. for the maintenance the company is then you know what i mean and i mean i know they have like pre-checks before they get in them but i'm like and i can't find that information now if he didn't perform the pre-check or he performed the pre-check and noted that they were damaged or broken mm-hmm. or non-functioning in some way and he continued to go anyway then maybe I could see that but I'm like still at the end of the day do you think that that guy if he noticed something was wrong with the brakes would have driven them anyway and put his life and other people's lives in dangers if there wasn't pressure from the company right. like at the end of the day he I doesn't don't want to die
1: anymore and he wants to kill somebody else
0: right I don't see how there is no talk of liability but on the company's I do kno- part well
1: okay here I'm gonna say this is that you know we all know that there's not just two justice systems in our country. And it's bi- racially based. But there's also a justice system. That exists for commoners. And one that exists. For elite people. And um, just like the Sackler family. You know. The the, the family that owns. The opioid uh, drug company. That inundated the United States. With opioids. And lied. And said that they weren't addictive. And were literally responsible. For. They got rich off of mass death in our country so we will put the small time heroin dealers behind bars for decades right or um, you know an addict who commits a crime to get their drugs we'll punish that person but when they ruled that the Sackler's company was criminally responsible everybody jumped up and down because they're like oh finally someone at the top's going to pay well no because you can't put a company in jail so they were, they were given criminal fines, but they weren't, from, from what I understand, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me, but they, it still came down to a financial um, a loss to them, not prison time. There's certain people who just don't go to jail. And I know everybody's thinking about Ghislaine Maxwell because she's been in jail, but let's be clear, Ghislaine Maxwell is not in jail because of what she did or didn't do. I believe she was part of uh, child sex trafficking, but that's not why she's in jail. She's in jail because she has intelligence about people. That's a political issue. The reason that she's been in jail has nothing to do with child sex trafficking. She's in there. Same reason Jeffrey Epstein was in there, because they were part of a big circle of, of corruption that got embroiled and they had to be gotten rid of or silenced. So that has nothing to do with criminal justice system. That's That has to do with other issues. But yeah, there's two there's two justice systems in this country. And this guy... And these people um, don't ever fu- face time in jail. This truck driver um, was a Cuban immigrant,
0: legal Cuban immigrant. But mm-hmm. some people think that's why he was so harshly treated by the justice system. Well, I
1: remember asking you about that because I saw his name and I yeah. was like, well, is he driving illegally? Because I know there are people who come up here right. and get hired illegally. And... Um, Police officers sometimes go on, on uh, you know, respond to accidents and the person doesn't. <laughs> I don't know how companies are. Oh, no.
0: Yeah. I mean, I totally understand. The person working, doesn't speak English. Working they do a law firm. Illegal, we we yeah, represented a lot of people right. through different companies. But this wasn't
1: even the case with that guy.
0: No, it was not the case with this guy. But I, I don't know how that works. And I can understand people's uh apprehension about it because you're right. I mean, we, we represented lots of people, um, truck drivers, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are foreign um a lot of them are Indian and they speak uh Punjabi Mm -hmm. and they have to have translators and stuff Mm -hmm. uh have really heavy accents and uh, I send them documents they have they struggle to um read them or comprehend them and I it makes me wonder like how how did you get a a CDO driver's license which is not like a super easy thing to do right in America if you can't read or write in English Mm -hmm. how do you I mean how do you read the traffic stops and that's not like a that's not I don't I feel like people if you try to have that conversation they're like are you just being ignorant it's like no I mean this is just a safety thing it's just like, right they yeah. literally have any other job and I don't care no, And here's
1: another thing too if you come from a, another country where regulations about vehicles and maintenance aren't enforced you know maybe you don't realize and I say ignorance of the law is no excuse but most people in the country who are born and raised here if you ask them you know if you run a business and you have a truck or who's responsible if something's not maintained on a truck? And most people go, well, the businesses, because laws require them to. But if you come from a country where, you know, there's no registration of vehicles or there's no, like, a culture where it's, like, not as tightly uh, monitored and there's no not as much liability, maybe you just think that's normal. But I've seen, I've heard truck drivers tell me that they've been forced to take trucks that were in terrible condition. Right, absolutely. Or have no job and not be able to feed their family. Yeah, So, I mean, I do feel like the company owners need to be held responsible. But, again. Well, I don't know when we're going to
0: start having the conversation, too. We talk about how there's a truck driver shortage. And I'm like, there's probably not a shortage of people who will be willing to do that job. But, you you know, we always talk about people in the military, even ones who never see combat, about how it's such a struggle because they have to be away from their families. And I literally always think about truck drivers Mm -hmm. because I had two truck drivers in my family, my uncle and my grandfather, who were over-the-road truck drivers and, like, you're basically just agreeing to be away from your family for weeks or two or more at a time to then just come home and sleep and then get up and go do it again. Like, you just, mm-hmm. you have no, your, your life is your career. Well, I mean, my neighbor's it. an
1: oil and gas worker. And, you know, he has to do that, too. I mean, he sees his kids and then he goes off for two weeks and doesn't see his kids. I mean, yeah, there's good money to be made. But for people who think that they're making money and it's and it's like, well, oil and gas makers, people make all this money. Yeah, but there's a lot that goes with that. It's back-breaking work. Right. It's brutal. You don't get to see your family. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's other good parts of the job, and there's bad parts of the job. I just think
0: we, we seriously need to look at uh, the importance of truck driving is how we get everything. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, your stores will not be stocked. You, you, you'll you get nothing. I mean, your mail will not be delivered. Literally everything. Everything runs on <laughs> trucks delivering packages, groceries, just literally everything we have comes mm-hmm. delivered from mm-hmm. a truck. And if we're really suffering from a truck driver shortage, maybe it's time that we start talking about, like, hey, maybe we should put some laws on these companies so that they can't threaten people with their jobs if they don't stay up for 24 hours driving. Yes. And, like, actually make sure they're being enforced. Yes. Or make sure the trucks are maintenance. Every or single
1: truck should be required to have cameras showing the driver. Sh- because I, I've, I know somebody who worked at a company and the driver had several accidents and, um, the people that trained, that rode with him when he was training them, he was on a cell phone, texting while he was driving a big truck. And that got reported to the company. Did they do anything about it? No. And so, I mean, I just think, like, there needs to be a lot more done with oversight of truck drivers. And the companies that don't maintenance their vehicles definitely need to, have to suffer consequences. Yeah. So, that's a big mess. Yeah, it's
0: just all awful. I do feel for people who are truck drivers because I feel like... um
1: and as far as so the gas prices, like, everything... And people think
0: that truck drivers make a lot of money, too, but I know several people no. who don't. They're not... I mean, they no. might be making, like... I mean, if you think a lot of money is, like, sixty or $70,000 a year, but I'm like, you, you're, I'm not going to take $70,000 a year to not have a life for a family. Like, that is not enough money to give all yeah, that yeah. shit up. You're fucking insane. Yeah. On top of the fact that it's just dangerous.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> I think that all the time, too. Every time you see an accident involving a semi-truck and people automatically assume that it's, like, the truck driver's fault Mm -hmm. but just the other day i was driving up to uh the highlands and there's like all these people who literally there's just cars surrounding every corner of the semi Mm -hmm. left right front back and i'm like isn't it taught to people that like if if you can't see them they can't see you like Mm -hmm. don't get in the fucking blind Mm -hmm. spot don't pass them like where they can't see you backup
1: cameras that they have in cars right the little backup cameras so and they also have some that show you like your side your blind spot and whatnot Like, when we manufacture vehicles, those cameras are so cheap. They should be in every vehicle. They should be like a black box in a vehicle. Um, And if you're tailgating, and and they're so easy because, like, um, Sean's car has this uh, navigational thing where you put it on and it'll keep you at a distance from the car in front of you. And he sets his ridiculous far distance because he hates tailgating. So his is like, and if the car in front of you slows down, it slows your car down it automatically responds to keep that same distance between you and the car in front of you. So therefore, if there's a mechanism to do that, that means you could also have that mechanism recording how close you are to another vehicle. And I get so irritated with these people that tailgate semi-trucks and semis that tailgate other people. Right. Because they all the time say, truck drivers all the time say, well, don't pull in front of a truck because we can't stop like you can stop. Then there is literally no excuse for you being on somebody's ass. If you can't stop that truck fast as a car can stop, there's not even a reason for a car to be that close to another car. Right. So it's just a lot of irresponsibility and no accountability. Right. So that's what happened. But I'm glad they did reduce his sentence. And another thing, too, about everything in this country being transported by a truck, that was a decision that was made um, decades ago. Because other countries transport ship by train, and then they truck it the last few miles. Um, and so it's made us extremely vulnerable to gas prices. If, if the gas prices go up, literally the cost of every good that you eat, drink, use, whatever goes up because it has to be transported using gas. Which
0: makes no sense. I have no idea why this country has not and it developed also, a more reliable railway system.
1: And it also makes, um, you know, easy to manipulate, for example, if a Democratic president's in there. And certain uh, people don't like his policies. All they got to do is make a, fat, f- a fake gas shortage, and the gas prices go up. And so I said that to somebody last week, and they were like, you know, looking at me, kind of, because I said Biden said he was going to investigate like why the gas prices were so high. There's no reason for the gas prices to be high. Production is fine. What's the reason the gas prices are high? And Biden said he was going to investigate it, and. Um, they were like, well, you know, he has got he's all environmental and he's trying to do all this stuff to hurt the industry and blah, blah, blah. That's why the gas prices went up. And I'm like, no, but what, he, what, what, what has he actually done that's caused the increase? Tell me a law that he put on the books that has actually impacted gas prices. There isn't any. And I think that the whole gas shortage and the jump up of prices is all manufactured. Because they want to make it look like the economy is bad. And honestly, I'm going to say the same thing about Biden as I did about Trump. You don't have to make this dude look bad. He's doing a good enough job of it on his own.
0: Yeah, I honestly feel like, uh, I I don't know, when gas prices fluctuate the way that they do, unless it's something extremely significant, I I hardly even notice. On my go, gas went up like 40 cents over a four-month period. Like, I guess I just uh, haven't really noticed. Yeah. I drive an extremely fuel-efficient car. I probably fill it up mm -hmm. like once a month.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah. Maybe if you're crying about gas prices, you should look at what kind of vehicle you're driving. Maybe get a little bit more Plus fuel Plus, they're already efficient. going
0: down, too. Like, gas over here was only, like, 298 or well, something. Well, you know he
1: opened up the reserves. Biden opened up the gas, the the stockpile that we have of gas, of oil, barrels of oil. We have, like, so many million, millions of barrels of oil. So, he opens that supply up, which means that, okay... Oil companies, you want to keep charging a bunch of money for it. We'll just put a little bit out there in the market that's uh, at a good price, and we'll see how it. Li- I mean, it's supply and demand, right? So if he if he provides more supply, the price is going to drop down. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. But
0: so that was it for that truck driver. The other case that I saw that I wanted to talk about, just I had to, I had to include it because this fucking this fucking whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, and the claim of self defense blows my mind and I said it then when we talked about it the first time that you know battered women sitting in prison for killing their abusive husbands would like Mm. to have a word so here's a case of that Uh, this woman's name is Nikki Adamando she was found guilty of killing her partner and she's seeking release from prison Um, basically to sum that story up she killed her husband the day that she killed her husband, CPS was in the house because they had called, people had called and given them reports that she had looked extremely beaten up. hmm Um, there was like, I mean, there was clear record that he was abusing her. And, um, when the jury decided to find her guilty, their, their explanation for that was, well, she could have just left. And, um. I just have to point out how fucking outrageous that is. Because I'm like, here we are again. We live in a country where people like Kyle Rittenhouse are acting in self-defense. But you tell a woman with children who's being abused by her husband when she kills him, well, you could have just left.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there we go. <laughs> fucking unsurprising, but no less disappointing.
1: Well, and like I was, I was telling your brother when we were talking about the whole, the whole deal, I said, you know, there's two parts of the law. There's the letter of the law that's on the books passed by legislators um, that defines what the law is and, you know, what criteria have to be met in order to find a person guilty. Then there's the jury. And you give the jury instructions that they're supposed to follow the law. But, um, you know, a lot of these cases comes down to what is reasonable. Did a person have a reasonable belief that their life was in danger? Uh, did they have a reasonable um, understanding of, of uh, right and wrong when they committed an act? You know, mens rea. There's th- the loss is surrounded, and that's why we have a jury system, because they put 12 people in a box and they say, well, there's 12 of you. Do all of you think that this person was being reasonable or unreasonable? And to convict the person, they all have to believe, you know, the same way. And if we have a country where people are become extremely, um, you know, indoctrinated in one way or the other, left or right, that's going to change who gets convicted and who doesn't get convicted, no matter what the law says.
0: I just have no idea how this case, I just, I just don't, I don't understand it. The further details of it were Christopher Grover, who was the man she killed, her husband, pointed a gun at her um and told her that he was going to kill her and then shoot himself telling her your kids will have no one so then she managed to get the gun off of him and shot and killed him and they originally sentenced her to 19 years which was later um reduced to seven and a half years which she is still currently serving Mm -hmm. um but she's got videos photographs of the abuse that she endured Mm -hmm. over the years and it's not like oh there's a red mark no this guy was beating the piss out of her Mm -hmm. and then you like your kids are going to have like what other and that's what she says is that what other option how Mm -hmm. else was i supposed to react Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i mean i just feel like what message are you sending that i I just i just have no idea i've no right like every time we hear a case where a woman or woman and children get killed we make a fucking netflix docuseries about it people are like oh what a fucking tragedy but in this situation she gets the gun off of him and shoots him protecting Mm -hmm. herself and her children Mm -hmm. from a man who clearly has a record Mm -hmm. of abuse. There's no
1: denying that he was abusive. And why is it that whenever a woman is a victim and she defends herself, it's okay to go clear back 20 years to the beginning of the relationship and that every little thing that he did, it should have been a red flag. And you know, we'll scrutinize her decision-making and say, well, she should have left at this point or she should have left at that point. And no, she waits clear up until the point where she has no choice but to wrestle a gun from him and kill him. So we don't feel sorry for her because she could have made other decisions all along that point. But we'll let uh, George Zimmerman, who was told while he was following Trayvon Martin, we don't need you to do that. The police are on their way. We don't need you to do that. And we allow him to continue and continue and continue with irrational and, and irresponsible decisions up until the point that he's in a scuffle with Trayvon Martin and we allow him to kill Trayvon Martin because we go, well, you know, he had to defend his life and we can't go back and look at all the things that happened before that because right at that point he did have to defend himself but we don't do that for a woman Kyle Rittenhouse same thing we don't scrutinize all the stupidity that occurred all of the moments up until he was in a what he believed was a life or death struggle we only look at that 10 seconds when he felt like he had to shoot somebody we won't go back and look at all his stupid people talk about it right People talk about whether he should have ever came across the state line, whether he should have done this or that. But when it comes down to the jury, what do they say? Well, at that moment, and you know, there was a, there was a, an interview I watched today. Um, and I can't remember who it was that was being interviewed, a, a famous actor or singer. Um, and he was saying that uh, he was, he's a black man. And he said, you know, when someone says I had a, I had to defend myself and we look at a right to defend yourself. I feared for my life. He said the proof that there's two different justice systems in this country is if a white man fears for his life, his life is worth so much to society that we're like, okay, well, hey, you know, that white man feared for his valuable life and he had a right to defend himself. But when it comes to people of color and women, I guess they don't, their life isn't as valuable. So when they say I feared for my life, it's like, well, you feared for, you feared for your life, but society doesn't fear for your life. So fuck you. The prosecution even,
0: they pulled up this uh, card that she made for him um, when she was pregnant for their first son. That was like, she wrote it out. It was 25 reasons why you're going to be a great dad. And they used that as a defense for uh, basically trying to say that he wasn't really abusing her because if he was, why would she have written this card she for him? She beat herself up? And I'm, well, first of all, that, I'm just like they, and, and one of the times she went to the hospital and the hospital documented the, the injury. So it's mm-hmm. just like, you can't even, that, I don't know how prosecution even stands up there and argues like, oh, this card clearly shows like, there's fucking photographic evidence of, of the abuse. You can't deny that. Now mm-hmm. are you, I mean, you go try to say that maybe somebody else did it, but you can't deny, how are you mm-hmm. trying to deny that it didn't mm-hmm. happen? And, well, it, it's a and it's so thing. fucking I classic just, that of course are you really trying to pretend like you don't understand that abusive relationships are not 24 7 abuse
1: and it's psychological that's what i mean It's psychological like do you think that at some
0: point when she got pregnant for their child that she wasn't trying to make the best of that and like still try i just i don't understand what logic are you using there did Mm -hmm. anyone in the jury really believe that just because Mm -hmm. just because she wrote that means that oh yeah he he (laughs) couldn't have been abusing her she would have never said anything nice about him like well, Maybe if anybody in that jury, they specifically removed anyone who has ever even known someone to be in an abusive relationship because I'm just like, if you even like have a fucking coworker that you don't know that well is an abusive relationship, you can see hmm. like, that it's bad and it's like they they still love them for some reason. Those peop- This is why you can't just protect. If you take the woman out of the situation, you can't just be like, oh, well, we can protect you from him. They need fucking counseling.
1: Well, for sure. Yeah. They need to
0: know that like, for sure. You you need to not to want to go back to that situation right, right, because right. clearly anybody who stays in that situation like Has they need fu- they need fucking help
1: right. but they shouldn't be judged against because of
0: that no no mm-hmm. for sure not but it's just yet another case of you know women being sentenced for killing their abuser mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just had the the fucking when the Kyle Rittenhouse case happened I just I was I was waiting for it well
1: I had a note on that too because he appeared at some kind of um, political action conference or some kind of conservative fucking powwow and i saw a short video clip of him walking out on the stage and listen unless this is some kind of deep fake created video which i don't believe it is um he comes up he comes walking on the stage in this suit waving and behind him on the stage is his name in lights big big lit up letters kyle rittenhouse oh my god now listen it gets worse So he's walking out, he's waving, the big lights, crowd is cheering, and fucking pyrotechnics go off. No. (laughs) Rockets. And I'm like, so he was just defending himself, but now Kyle Rittenhouse is a fucking rock star? Like, and you know, I started, like, I started thinking about it. And I think that the reason.
0: Oh yeah, I I see what you're talking about. The conservative mega conference in Phoenix. Yeah, it was a mega something. Embraces role of conservative icon at the America Fest 2021. Man, they can really get start coming up with some more original names here. I know. Come on now,
1: America Fest. Like they could just call. Can't they just call it the Big Dick waggers or something? I don't know. But anyway, so I started thinking like, what is it about American culture that. You know, this guy's up there two weeks, a month ago, blubbering like a baby about how he was so afraid and blah, 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 cry, cry, cry. And a month later, he's walking out on the stage in a suit that's probably paid for by Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. waving and fucking pyrotechnics, his name and lights. How does that happen? But let me just say, it's American culture because American culture has a fucking obsession with male heroes. We have to have man. You weren't even you
0: weren't even exaggerating. No, I just looked up the pictures. Fucking pyrotechnics. it's ridiculous.
1: And all. I've seen less pyrotechnics, and I grew up in the, in the eighties when every band had pyrotechnics. It was it was over it was over the top. Um, so yeah, he's a fucking rock star now, and 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 but I think America it says a lot about American culture because we love like think about the fact that the, the, the stupid ass t-shirts and posters have trump's head on rambo's body
0: shit is so weird man
1: it's it's not only weird it's um it's some kind of to me homoeroticism for the men that are in oh, 100% the lusting for trump um and it, it's so devoid of reality and it shows that the, the depths of, of just sucking need for this masculine, dripping with aggression. Like, what the fuck is wrong with Americans? They put some shit in our water. It ain't the fluoride, you fuckers. It's something else is wrong with American culture. Why are we obsessed with that ultra-masculine bullshit? I can see why Biden is disrespected on a lot of levels... But he completely is the antithesis of all that, right? So people that hated Trump and hate that whole culture, they probably do absorb Biden well because he's literally nothing like that. But my fear is that there's too much in our, too many people in our society who are addicted to that kind of male... Like, what happened to men who... Uh, were perceived as strong because they were noble and protective and had good moral values that wouldn't be violent unless they absolutely had to. What about yeah, those it's kind men? of funny
0: thinking like... Conser- those were You heroes. think uh, the way the conservatives are and the, the kind of lifestyle that they claim to want and idealize or whatever would be like um, more... They would be more into the like Perry Mason detective type man. You know, like intelligent, smart... Always figuring out a way to like find out the best resolve, you know what I mean, things like that. But they're not; they're not into that. It's just strange to me. I always think of that because I'm like, oh, they they all love that. uh, They love to romanticize like 1950s culture, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, even like Trump doesn't act like that at all. You know what I mean? You think a guy who was, um, super white bread, stands up in a suit, sounds well educated, would like you to meet his mother? You know what I mean? Would be the type of guy that they. Cause it's like, oh, it's so moral and Christian, and like that's what they preach. But it's like they that no, everybody that they idolize is so fucking opposite of that. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. even funny. I I don't even know. Well, I think Pence was kind of the bone they yeah, threw to Pence, that crowd. Pence, Pence, Pence absolutely, was the bone they threw to that crowd is what I think conservatives try to when they're trying to explain their conservatives use to other people. You would think that they would vote for someone like mm-hmm. Mike Pence. That mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: But Trump is like the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, back in the day, like back in the 20s and 30s, when the workers' movements and the socialist uh, Americans had a, were, were actually very prevalent in the country, there was a big socialist movement early on before it was demonized as as evil. You know, it was before Stalin, right? It was before the evil Russian Empire. So, being a socialist, it didn't it wasn't didn't have that kind of like st- horrible stigma. Um, so a lot of people were like, you know, understood the benefits of, of socialism. But anyways, um, you know, now it's like we have to worship fascism because, <laughs> because where we de- have so demonized socialism that we have to switch the other way. And like people are becoming like worshiping of, of, of fascism. It's, it's so bizarre to me. Like, I get, like, recognizing that that communism had some serious fucking problems. You know, I get that. But, but, you know, back in those times, like in the 20s and 30s and 40s, Christianity, a lot of leftists were Christians. A lot of Christians, I should say, were leftists because they were anti-war. They were very moral. They followed the Bible. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, turn the other cheek. You should always be a peaceful forgiveness. They focused on those aspects of Jesus. And there was literally a movement in the, like, uh, 60s, 70s, when uh, the Vietnam era, it probably started somewhat before that, but there was a split in Christianity where the right-wing Christians said that Jesus, the Jesus that the left, uh, you know, celebrated and and worshipped was a... Communist pussy. Oh my God. That he, that you don't forgive somebody. You don't turn the other cheek. When somebody hits you, you, defend yourself. We have to get away from that communist pussy Jesus and get over to some kind of capitalist fucking Jesus. And Rambo that, Jesus. Rambo Jesus. 100%. Yeah. Rambo Jesus, Lieutenant and, Colonel General Jesus, <laughs> um, yeah, Lieutenant Colonel Colonel General Jesus, who fucking um, is a capitalist and loves money. And that's why in the 80s, you got all these televangelist uh, prosperity preachers, they call them, where they say God wants you to be rich. Now, the Bible says the 100 percent the opposite of that. 100% the opposite of that. The Bible says it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get to heaven. That's what the fucking Bible says. I ain't making a shit up. But yet, the prosperity preachers like Joel Osteen will tell you that God wants you to be rich. So they had to get away from the pushy, cal- pussy communist Jesus. That's all I'm saying. And now we got, look what we've got. Do you hear anybody that's a, supposedly a Christian right now doing anything but bashing these scumbag immigrants they're so full of hate
0: yeah i truly I, where are the i don't leftist know where they rationalize any of it i don't know how they
1: where are the leftist christians are there any leftist christians i'm just asking because i don't uh, around here i guess you wouldn't because it's west virginia the only thing i
0: hear people who claim to vote republican or conservative because they're religious complain about it is uh abortion and i'm just like man that's like that's your one That's your one thing you're latching on to, huh? Like, I genuinely don't know what they would do if abortion was made illegal and there were no abortions happening anywhere in the world. Like, what would their excuse be for still voting for those people? They'd have to, like, finally admit that it's, like, something else. Because I'm just like, you're right. I mean, everything in conservative, capitalist-loving America is complete opposite of any ideals they claim to cling to with their religion. But you always get that. Like, well, I just vote for them because... He's pro-life.
1: Yeah. I mean, if churches honestly would have done their job, continued to do their job, we wouldn't have Kyle Rittenhouse's, and we wouldn't have um, so many abortions in this country. Churches cause abortions. Two reasons. They demonize sex education and, and birth control. Which are proven to, to, reduce, to reduce unwanted, pregnancy.
0: unwanted pregnancies. Yep. So
1: they sabotaged the, the uh, not getting pregnant aspect. Then they demonized the woman who gets pregnant. So you're a fucking whore. If they would have done the opposite, which is educate their girls into their respect for their bodies and help a woman who gets pregnant. And I know because I'm per life, that, it, it, you know, people say, well, that's not good enough for everybody. Some people get pregnant, they don't want to have a baby, they don't care how much health they deserve. But we talk about the financial aspect of it. And in the sense that if Texas bans all abortions, rich women in Texas still go and get an abortion. Even if they got to fly to fucking Europe to get it, them rich bitches are going to get their abortions. So who does it really hurt? Poor women. And if economics, I guarantee you that economics plays a bigger role for those poor women as to whether they're having the abortion than a rich woman. A rich woman might just be having it because it's inconvenient. Maybe she's fucking two rich guys and she don't want either one of them to find out who the daddy So you know what I mean? I'm not trying to make a a more, all I'm saying is that if economics is going to be a factor in who gets abortion, who doesn't get an abortion, the rich woman is still going to get it and the poor woman is not going to get it. And she's probably the one that has a bigger reason for economically not being able to support a child. So if Christian people would be helping her instead of demonizing her. Maybe she would keep the baby and give it up for adoption. That's a good point. That's an, I've never thought of it that way. But you're yeah, you're right. You know when they when they uh, lambasted uh, Ojeda because they, because they said, well, what's your position on abortion? Because you're a Democrat, you're a Democrat, and you're blasting all the But what's your and they were so on it because they knew like he's this is the lose lose for him because if he says he's pro choice, he's going to lose the voters in West Virginia. If he says he's pro life, then the Democratic Party is going to. Call him a traitor. So it was a lose-lose. And the people that were pushing for him to say it. And you know what he said? In his opinion, he do, he doesn't like abortion. But if you ban abortion, it only hurts poor women. And he's about economic equality. And banning abortions only hurts poor women. To him, it's an economic discrimination issue. So that was about the best answer anybody could come up with.
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I would agree. I think you're right, though. I mean... I'm pro-choice. I think anybody should be able to choose for whatever reason. But um, you're right. There are a lot of instances when I, you know, hear of people who, especially people who ended up choosing to still have their children, who I think are probably more apt to talk about it openly than people who opted for the abortion. I can understand why they wouldn't want to, because uh-huh. there's so much.
1: Vitriol. Uh, the yeah, there's stuff.
0: there's so much um, backlash on that. Um, but a lot of people that were like, oh, yeah, I considered it do talk about. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. know if I could afford it or I didn't know if I'd have a stable place to live or blah, 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 blah. I mean, that is a lot of And this is a discuss. whole other
1: episode, which we were going to talk about sometime. We never did, so we'll have to get into it. But um, without going too deep into it, I really feel like the feminist movement has poisoned women against motherhood. And I say that because I am an anti-patriarchal person. I don't believe men should run things. I, I'm, I'm against, I think, total equality in the gender, okay? And I understand that societies where women are quote breeders like liberals will say oh the conservatives like Mike Pence they just want to keep a woman at home in some kind of uh what was that show with the scar when they wore the scarlet robes you know handmaid's too. the hand they just want to create some handmaid's thing where women are just there to breed and like you look at Saudi like Saudi Arabia's Arab countries where women have no rights they're just there to produce more babies I get that patriarchal society is about using women for reproduction and not giving them any rights. I'm against that. But I feel like the liberal uh, women's uh, libbers, what they've done is they've poisoned the whole generation of women's minds against the beauty of what it is to be a mother and to love and stay at home moms who wanna stay home and raise their kids. Oh, well, you just must wanna be under a man's foot. Stop that bullshit. Maybe I just love my children and enjoy it and I'm thankful that I get to spend time with them. Maybe dads feel the same fucking way. Maybe you should stop telling a dad who wants to stay home and spend time with his kids. Well, be a real man and support your family. Like All that old bullshit needs to be gone. But I do feel like, you know, they've pushed a lot of women into saying, like, if you acknowledge that some women feel like that having children, they've had children that they believe that that's a living being before they give birth. You can't change that how someone's in someone's mind that they feel that way. And if they legitimately feel that way, instead of calling them ignorant or hating on them, like try to just understand it from their perspective. But the pro-choice people don't do it. And the pro-life people don't do it enough of it.
0: Yeah. I've always noticed that too, being pro-choice that I have seen other women who are pro-choice that just go like extremely far with it. I mean, it's like, they do just like hate on women who choose to have children Mm -hmm. or um, they just hate children in general. And they like just go on that. And I'm like, I don't know if you're just doing this to be shocking. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what the, it just, it's just not productive. It's not empowerment.
1: At one point you might've said rejecting everything patriarchal, rejecting the standard male, female relationship uh, where the man works and a woman stays home, rejecting all that 1950s bullshit was made you a warrior. Maybe at that time, but all I'm saying is that women have the capacity to bring life into this world. And it's an amazing miracle to do that. And I just feel like women are almost shamed out of feeling like that's a great thing. Like, you, if you admit that you love that idea, like, oh, God, you're just so old-fashioned and you're so, <laughs> you're so fucking anti. You must agree with the patriarchal system. No, believe me, I fucking don't. But... Yeah, I'm kind of
0: indifferent on it. I just feel like people should have their right to choose. I don't I I've zero input on it whatsoever. I mean, I don't dislike kids, but I have no desire to have kids really because I'm an irresponsible um <laughs> child myself.
1: Well, that's different than having a desire. That's 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 being consciously aware that it takes a lot more than just wanting to have children. But
0: I do find um I don't know i uh i don't know what makes parents terrible parents but i see a lot of them and i'm like oh god i feel like no one like starts off you know when they get pregnant like you know what i'm gonna be a really shitty parent like no one starts off that way so then when i look around (laughs) and see so many shitty parents i'm like what does having children do to you jesus like i I just i don't know especially living in an area where so many kids i mean I, i see people picking their kids up from school and stuff. And, like, I get that, like, you can't judge a parent by one single interaction because there's a lot of aggravation and, like, lack of sleep mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But, um, I don't know, man. I just seen some shit. I just seen so much shit, especially, like, in this area, uh, kids that have parents who are drug addicts.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just, like, just all that seems fucking horrendous uh-huh. and awful and well i was raised in a very old school kids, family man.
1: where you were supposed to talk to your kids like they were less than human like that's how my family I mean, I raised see us that too. i see that and it's they told awful. us beat their kids beat, the, beat beat their asses like my my family was extremely old school of course i've, I've told on the show before that they're extremely right-wing you know people but um you know i i just realized like so much of their advice made me a horrible parent Like, I feel like I was a bad parent because more with your brother than you, because I realized like midway through that I was doing a lot of things wrong and it was making him a a worse child, not a better child. And, um, but I I just think like now because I'm a grandparent and I look at, I, I can't imagine like being as hurtful as some parents are. And as, as I was sometimes like yelling and screaming at the top of my lungs, like, how do you do that? And, and part of it, like you said, is lack of sleep. And there's no support network for right. parents. Every parent is out there. Moms and dads are both working. Everybody's nerves are frayed. It's a constant, hectic thing. And kids are just lost in the process. Right. They're just drug along in SUVs, run from sport thing to sport thing. They're under so much. You know how many people I know whose 13, 14, 15 year old kids have had mental breakdowns who are in mental hospitals for weeks at a time? Because they're just fucking lost. And it's because we're all in such a hurry and we're all struggling and scraping and financially worried and stressed out. And our spouses and Facebook and parents are cheating. It's too fucking much. We need to simplify our lives. And think when you talk to your kids, like, would I talk to a co-worker that way? Right, yeah. Oh, I used to think that all the time. I've seen the teachers, some of the
0: teachers out there. Oh, the kids in the terrible. playground, they scream at them like they're dogs. And I'm like, man that were my fucking kid you wouldn't be talking to my kid that way like you, you literally talk to them like they're less than human like what it can't be good it's, for it's them terrible. like
1: terrible
0: yeah I mean, do our kids have mental problems i know but. seriously or like that was the other thing too i go on constantly about um adults and teachers and anybody in a position of any kind of power they really set it up all right let me not word this in, a, in that way People who are looking to abuse your children will always find positions and be like, oh, I'm the listening ear. And you make that a perfect trap for them when you Mm -hmm. are the opposite. And I always think about that because I think when I was in high school about all of the shitty staff that there was and the one teacher that everybody liked and like was super nice to people ended up getting convicted later for being a pedophile. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, why do you Mm -hmm. think that is? Because they had a motive Mm -hmm. to be super nice and have an open ear and an open door policy like... And no one else did. So vulnerable kids end up going exactly. to that person. And it's just like, exactly. as a, if you interact with children in any capacity, if you're not putting in the effort to be like a person they can trust, mm-hmm. then you are failing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's part of the reason why I feel like I'll never have kids. I would much rather just be the person that's like, kids in my life, you know, you can come and talk to me and I'm a, that's it. I'm not stressed Mm -hmm. out. I don't have kids. I don't have that shit to worry about on my own. I will be that person that you can you can tell me shit, (laughs) and I won't fucking abuse you for it. Like, I don't know. It's just awful. I never trusted adults when I was a kid. I feel like uh, even adults were looking to create some type of drama.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it's even worse now with Facebook. It's just just all awful. It's all declined, you know, into obscure. Like. Like, if I, I had I a drink because I was they, stressed and it, and it's like you feel bad if you're a parent and you, like, crack down and, like, have a drink to calm your nerves. And now it's like a, a running meme that mothers wine moms, get yeah. drunk. And I'm like, how is that? How, are we not embarrassed about that anymore? <laughs> That's not, like, a thing you're embarrassed about anymore?
0: I always remember that teacher that called you and made me pick me up from school because I had a hole in my jeans. Yeah. Um, Which I was, like, still wearing outside clothes when I went to I like, weekend clothes when I went to school the next day because there was, like, some fucking traumatic thing happening in our household. I don't know. But instead of, like, asking me, like, hey, you know, you've never been in trouble before. Like, is everything okay at home? Like, this is not maybe, just don't wear those again. or not Nothing. No compassion. No trying mm-hmm. to understand. Just Im- immediately let me take this kid and scream at them and berate them Military for, a, for a nickel-sized hole in the knee of their jeans and then call their parent and pull them out of work like, what a disturbance are well, you causing? Well, school,
1: school does get on a power trip, and I remember one time they sent home, like, the dress code policy thing at the beginning of the school year, and they wanted the parents to read it and take a fucking test and turn it in to show that we studied the information. And I flipped out. and Because you came home, and you're like, you have to take this test. And I was like, excuse me? I think I did my years in school. And I thought you were joking, and I was like, oh, my God. So I went to the... I yeah, way to
0: put some anxiety on a kid too. What if you're like a kid with two alcoholic parents right. and you know, like, you got to go home and confront them about right. this and they're just going to take it out on you. Like, what a shitty fucking system yeah, all together. So
1: anyhow, I, I got hold of the principal and I was like, yeah, I need to have a conversation with you about this, about this, um, you know, booklet you sent home with a test attached to it. And he was like, okay, yeah. And he thought this was so normal. And I'm like, okay... I'm sure that in the process of getting your teaching license, you had to take a few psychology classes. Am I correct about that? he's like, we, yeah. And I'm like, so when you send a test home for mom and dad to take and send back to you for, your, for you to grade it to make sure we did our homework, do you not understand how that subjugates me in the eyes of my child as being under your authority? Like, me and my child are both under the teacher and principal's authority, and we're not. And he was like, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I, I've never had anybody, you know, really react that way to it. And I'm like, <laughs> and I didn't even know what to say to that. Like, how do parents not get pissed off that the principal sent him a fucking test? Probably because they're just so exhausted, and they just don't want to have guess. a fight with their kid. And I mean, I'm exhausted, too. I was exhausted, too, but it pissed me off. Like, don't treat me like a fucking child. uh, I
0: went to school. I graduated school. You just get beat over the head with that shit over and over and over again that they just comply because it's just easier than calling out the bullshit that it really is. I think that's why people just comply to it. Yeah, I would never do that shit. I mean,
1: these right-wing parents, to some extent, um, I understand why they want to have some control over what happens with their kids in school because they feel that way. They feel like the school authority is completely taking over their child. But all you have to do is tell the school... Like this is my child. You had, you do have to reassert that sometimes, but you don't have to go to a school board meeting and threaten to kill people, and then run to right wing media when you're being investigated by the FBI mm-hmm. because you've made threats. And Fox News is like, oh, the FBI is investigating parents who complained about mass mandates. No, they're not investigating parents who complained about mass mandates. They're investigating parents who threatened to fucking blow the school up. Mm-hmm. That's too far. If you stupid motherfuckers can't figure out what a line is, we're complaining and fucking threaten to blow shit up. Hey, I was young once, I know sometimes it's a little gray line there, but you gotta learn. Like if you spit on people these days, like they, listen, they need to put out fucking mass media, every media needs to put out, if you spit on somebody, you're fucking, that, to me that's like attempted murder. What? There is communicable deadly diseases going around the planet and you're spitting on a person first of all you're an adult seriously you're spitting on a I person I can see them charging them with some kind of like assault for if that, you but. hit somebody in the face that's battery if you threaten somebody that's assault if you hit them it's battery if you spit on them or you bite them they could die from that it should be at least wanton endangerment it should be higher than assault when you spit on somebody that is beyond, to me, I just, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me. But that's a fucking line, like, threatening to blow your kid's school up, okay? There should be some fucking rules put out there. <laughs> doesn't, uh, what's his face, uh, Bill Maher, doesn't he do new rules? He he needs to have a list of rules like that. Like, listen, you threaten to blow your kid's school up? You're in a fucking jail. <laughs> that's not a get, they can't say that anymore.
0: I don't think you could ever say that, to be honest, but... Uh.
1: No, but, no, there was. There was times when you could say shit like that. There was. Maybe not in your lifetime, but there was a time in my lifetime where you could say, oh, fucking kill your ass. And it was like, hey, yeah, Jim, okay, you said that last week, and it was no big deal. You can't do that shit anymore, people. It's not an infringement of your freedom of speech because you can't threaten to blow your kid's school up. No, it's not, really. (laughs) The fucking FBI is investigating you. You probably did more than complain about a mask mandate. Okay. So, more crazy right-wing shit. I got to get on this real quick. So, the January 6th PowerPoint. You know about this? Yes. Okay. I'm familiar. Everybody pretty much knows about it. Um, This is detailed outline of the coup attempt on the United States of America. In PowerPoint format. And nobody fucking cares. Biden, this past week, said... He's rethinking his decision about opening all the White House documents of the Trump era. He thinks maybe some of them should be shielded from January 6th committee for national security reasons. Let's go, Brandon. That's all I got to say about that one. Oh, because no, don't start that <laughs> shit. Holy God. Okay, I'll say it then. Fuck you, Biden. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you're okay? not a pussy. Because <laughs> Just say it. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck? these people tried to overthrow the government you asswipe, and you're trying to shield some documents for national security what national security emergency could be more prescient than the fucking former president trying to do a coup you fucking moron i don't national security do you know what national security is joe have you taken your meds today jesus christ that just this is one of those times where i really wish we we had
0: uh, visual. Oh, God damn. Like we got the audio. We need. We need yeah, we video because need your fucking Jeez. eyes
1: <laughs> Pop that out of your fucking
0: well, head that, right now. I
1: thought I was. I thought I was like dreaming or something when CNN, of all the propaganda news networks, is saying that about Biden shielding the documents. I literally, my eyes probably did. I had to pick them back up because I'm like, what is he talking about? It doesn't even make any sense. They're finally getting to the nitty gritty details although it has taken them forever a year year, okay we're gonna be in another election another coup before you asswipes get the job done i don't understand where where where's the fbi in all this anyways okay congressional subpoenas gotcha people that defy them okay steve bannon contempt of court but what is the justice department doing what is merrick garland doing I mean, how far up his ass is his thumb when he... Okay, remember the Hunter Biden laptop thing? They were... That was a big fucking right-wing media thing. But Hunter Biden was being investigated for tax fraud. What happened to that? Matt Getz. Remember Matt Getz was being investigated for child sex issues, trafficking, something of that nature. Crickets chirping. Fucking justice... Where's the Justice Department on that? What is the... What is the issue? If there's no issue... They need to come out and say, yeah, that stuff about Matt Getz was all made up because we don't have any evidence of it. We can't substantiate it. We're done with that. Issue a statement. If there's nothing to the Hunter Biden tax thing, fucking issue a statement. But for the Justice Department to sit there and literally do nothing is pretty fucking disappointing. Pretty fucking disappointing. All right, enough about that because I'm just I just can't believe we're getting all this richness of details of who was when and where and said what and who was the phone and calls and the text happening. messages that were sent back and forth. Um Lindsey Graham, Mike Lee, all these people that were talking about the ways that they could prevent, you know, the stuff from uh f- from Biden from taking office. Um it's just it's just unfathomable that that all this is revealed and we're like why aren't he, why aren't arrest warrants being issued right now I, I i don't get it okay so there's that um i swear to god this country is just going to get to the point
0: where people don't even like stop at red lights anymore I, th- I think that's where we're headed. I'm a sovereign citizen. Just that's where it'll go. Like zero <laughs> laws will be followed. Not even the simplest. Of, Make me do it. I'll drive on the people will drive on the other side of the road just to be like, this is a free fucking country. I can do what I want. Now, listen, like, here's
1: what I think about the people on the planes. Uh, to me, Fauci's going a little bit crazy with the mandates of vaccines on planes. And shit, but that's another story. But the people that don't want to wear a mask on a plane. Here's my answer to it. You pipe up on a plane, you complain about the mask mandate they literally pick you up they open the door to the plane you know how far it is from a plane door to the fucking tarmac they throw your fucking <laughs> ass out the plane i'm done i'm done with these fucking people that think they can get on there and scream like maniacs and beat the shit out of people no they need to tell you you know the guy gets up there and he's like i do understand how
0: they make it that far because it's like you can't even get a, a bottle of shampoo onto a plane As far as I'm concerned, if you take your mask off or don't wear it correctly at all and that's the rule, I don't even have an opinion about it one way or another.
1: If that's the rule and we say it's the rule and you don't follow it, you're fucking done. No, but they they think once they get on there, they're going to just see how far they can push it and they take it off. Then when the flight attendants tell them they have to put it back on, they get mouthy, they start their nonsense, and they think that they're going to just bully because this is their I tactic. Was really, you will be placed on a permanent
0: no-fly list. We don't play those games. Right. Like This is America. Did we not impose like crazy like punishments for people who don't follow rules on airlines right. after 9-11? You follow the rules, or you will face extreme fucking punishments. Mm-hmm. We need to set a precedence now for all of that. It's not just about the masks. It's all fucking rules.
1: Yes. How about all the people rules. that ran by the how bus anybody, off the
0: road? anybody? nothing happened to them? How is anybody supposed to feel safe getting on a plane if we're just well, we're just gonna have the flight attendants argue with them and then nothing will happen.
1: Exactly.
0: So first, it's masks, and then and then it's and then what? It's the next thing. Like
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's not There's, fuck around with right, planes. We already plane had enough is with a that. Private. It's a private business. It's private property. They can set their own rules, and all these uh, restaurants, restaurant restaurant. Tours or whatever you call them, who are screaming about mask mandates and saying their 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 businesses aren't going to have mask mandates and their businesses it's going to hurt their business. All these lockdowns are hurting their restaurants and hurting their beauty shops. These are the same people getting on the planes, not wanting to wear a mask. When that business owner has decided, well, you know what, my business is going to require masks, right? Yeah, and I have a right as a business owner to say I want to have a mask. So, do you support businesses being able to do what they want or not? So, they didn't get on air, they threw this. And, and to me, like I said, there's just, I'm a very patient person. I'm a very understanding, empathetic person. But like you're saying, if you set a precedence that you don't punish these fucking people, they will continue to bully and continue to bully and continue to bully. And the reason that the right is winning all the time is because the left wing is a bunch of pussies. The Democrats are a bunch of pussies. We don't want to offend people. We don't want to be too harsh. We don't want to be accused. Or of take a stand to, on literally I anything. Mean, come on. Just if it was me shit. and I was in charge, I would. Okay, maybe I would call airport security to bring out a fucking inflatable thing for them to land on. But their asses would be thrown out to that fucking plane. I'd be like, open a door, boys. So <laughs> like, yeah, we uh, actually have
0: fucking times we have to keep up with. So, like, if you're not going to cooperate, then we're just going to remove you so we can go on with our schedules. Like, why? Why are we allowing people? just because they're willing to throw a temper tantrum to literally hold up the rest of everyone yeah, else's lives. exactly. Like, let's not fucking do that shit. Done, <sighs> done with that.
1: And it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. You know what, there's some places- Yeah, I really, at this point, I could give a shit matter. less.
0: I really don't care. If that's the rule and you're here and I'm yeah. here and we both came here agreeing to that rule, you're fucking holding my day up. the fuck There are some restaurants,
1: not around here because it ain't a fancy area, but there are some restaurants in fancy cities where you gotta wear a blazer and a tie. We have one of those here. I don't know if you're required really? to.
0: Yeah, that Ellen Jackson that opened in Wheeling. It's like all fancy stuff. Wow. It's yeah, bougie, I don't huh? think that you're required. I don't know if you're required, but uh, but yeah, listen, there's some you places best not where be showing up in there with you ripped there up. There's some Dale places shirt. where
1: Jim Jordan would never be allowed in because he doesn't own a blazer. He won't wear one. <laughs> no, I just say that because every time he's ever seen with all the House Republicans, he's the guy with no blazer on. Like he's some, it's somehow he's like short man syndrome. He's uh, got to look me feel tough. Cool whatever but um yeah so if you don't agree with the dress code don't fucking go there okay but it's just the same as a dress code you might think the mask doesn't scientifically protect you from crudo. it doesn't fucking matter what you think it's a fucking rule yeah when are people are going
0: to start arguing about having to wear pants
1: i mean some people do having done security i can tell you that there's people that think pants are optional <laughs> and i've had to tell them not in my story you don't <laughs> <laughs> To a quote of van halen video <laughs> <laughs> from a long time again <laughs> all right i had one <sighs> more thing i wanted to tell you um oh okay. we were going to talk about the obama conspiracy theories that have actually happened under the right wing I oh yeah you a link about okay it, yes yes you did they are fucking great i got it <laughs> okay so i stumbled across this today and i don't really know how or why but i guess because i was thinking about um the fema camps because oh my god the fucking fema camps because back i don't know if you remembered the FEMA oh, i camps. remember that shit well i guess yeah I because remember. obama got elected in 2008 there was all
0: these youtube videos oh of black plastic coffins and <sighs> oh my god what a fucking yeah bracket. so
1: um when for those of you who are younger or those of you who are on the right <laughs> you can listen to this now because it's about you um there were all these conspiracies about obama And, um, you know, if you have listened to our show, you know, I'm not a big defender of Obama because he did a lot of shit I didn't. I actually
0: just took my signed, my autographed Obama photo off of my wall to make room for horror posters. Mm -hmm. And uh, the person that was helping me was like, you want to try to hang this up somewhere else? And I was like, you know, I think I've finally come to the age where I'm just willing to admit that this needs to go in a box somewhere. (laughs) Like I'm done clinging to
1: this. Uh, But this article is on Right Wing Watch. That's where I got it from. Um, and some of these conspiracy theories are still around, um, not surprisingly, but then some of them in a little different form. Uh, okay, number one is Obama will create death panels. One of the most pernicious and persistent lies about Obama's presidency has been the, the, that he used the Affordable Care Act to establish death panels. Now, you'll remember that during the um, Democratic primary, when Bernie Sanders was in a huge lead... Uh, they brought this up again because this idea that you know if we do away with uh, if we have any kind of health care reform other than hardcore private health care uh, we're gonna have government people des- deciding who's going to live and who's going to die now obviously that's ridiculous because there have been lawsuits brought against um, Aetna and other Blue Cross uh, probably all of them at some point for denial of care Uh, Because something wasn't covered. And the doctor said this is the only treatment that will help this person. And they didn't uh, authorize it. And the person died. So their family member sued the insurance company. That is a fucking death panel. When your insurance company says you can't have a cancer treatment. Because they don't. It's not part of their uh, regimen of things that they cover. That's a death panel. Because you're going to fucking die. Because your private insurance company says you can't have that treatment. So don't tell me about death panels. Um. But yeah, so that one's still around. Never happened. Um, It says Fox News hosts naturally ran with a death panels hoax. And the claims originator, former New York Lieutenant Governor Betsy McCauhey, eventually became a Fox News personality and later an advisor to Donald Trump. Um, So 11 years after the law's passage, conservative Republicans like uh, Michael Burgess of Texas and commenter Ben Shapiro kept insisting that death panels were on their way. Even when it became obvious, they did not exist. One popular conservative website even pushed fake news article claiming that the death panels had already been begun executing the elderly. So, um, and my mom um, had sent me an article about um, the, one of the people that Joe Biden had selected for his coronavirus panel, and it was supposedly this guy who said that old people should just be basically, like, put to sleep when they get so old because life's not worth living and it was a link from a conservative uh lawmaker and when i followed the link i looked up the article that was referenced in it and the guy was absolutely not talking about that whatsoever he was saying that um in seeing his father diminish in elderly years and seeing all the health problems that he had and his quality of life was so terrible that you know he thinks that there's a certain point at which we shouldn't we shouldn't want to live longer if we're not able to live in a dignified and you know, that's all he was saying was that his personal choice is to not live past a certain age. I forget what it was, 70 or something. Um, but he, he said his family doesn't understand that. Like, why would you say that you don't want to live past that age? And he's like, because I'm I'm, I'm in reality. I don't want to be clinging on and suffering for like the last 20 years of my life if my life has been good and whatever. So it wasn't like he was advocating other people being killed at a certain age but that's how the right wing spun it around right? right of
0: course no that sounds more like an argument that uh for legalized assisted suicide or um just societal change and how they think about it it doesn't sound like this guy's advocating for fucking <laughs>
1: like we're gonna kill, <laughs> kill all execution the of people. the elderly for god's sake but anyway so obama will kill his critics world net daily editor joseph Raw writing just days before the 2012 election predicted that if Barack Obama is reelected November sixth for a second term, he will declare a full scale war on his domestic opposition. There may be not be another free and fair election in America. This is exactly the same thing that my parents were telling me if Biden got elected, there, that's it. There's no more elections. There there won't be any more elections. That that's the end. No more elections. He's just gonna be in there forever. And that's the end of it. And that's the same thing said about Obama. And of course we had elections after Obama. So it's fear-mongering for sure. Um, it says uh, they thought Obama would uh, move to shut down and destroy all independent media, which, if you recall, this is one of the things Trump was trying to do. He either wants to sue everybody who says anything that's negative about him, or he says things like The View should be taken off television. He actually said that maybe he would use the FCC to get rid of certain programming. Yep, so, I remember that. So as far as suppression of the media, that's a right-wing deal. Uh, Far-right radio host Michael Savage warned in 2015 that Obama would begin executing people, much like in the French Revolution. Michael Savage, who's still around, still writing bullshit books. Glenn Beck even believed that the riots in cities like Baltimore and Ferguson were simply part of a larger scheme to set the country on fire that would lead to a wave of killings of Obama critics such as Beck himself. So these people are megalomaniacs who think they're so important, like Alex Jones, that, you know, the president, Democratic president is going to come after you and kill you. And all these fucking people are still around. So that was bullshit. Uh, Obama will spread disease in order to imprison Americans. Now, if you if you don't remember, there was an Ebola outbreak that happened when Obama was president. Fox News was flipping out about it. Obama's letting people come in on planes. He got Ebola virus. He's going to spread it throughout the country. They said everything from um, he's going to Mm -hmm. use this to kill people intentionally and blame it on Ebola. I mean, it it was as far as much fantasy as you could possibly imagine. But now their guy has been in office while 800,000 Americans died.
0: Yeah, it even says Donald Trump then teasing a presidential run, questioned Obama's mental health, calling him a psycho for not stopping flights from Ebola-stricken countries and warned that the president would end up bringing the plague back to the U.S. I know. Stephen Stockman, then a Republican congressman from Texas, wondered whether Obama really wanted to fight the spread of Ebola or if he really intended to create a greater crisis to use it as a to use it as a blunt force to stay well in order to solve this crisis we're going to have to take control of the economy and individuals and so forth.
1: Michael Savage, <laughs> a conservative radio host, said Obama wants to infect the nation with Ebola and might use Ebola as a pretext to gain even more power and justify launching a crystal knock against conservatives. Jesus Christ. End Times preacher Rick Wiles similarly posited the spread of Ebola was part of a carefully crafted plan to round up patriots. Wow,
0: well, the, uh, the people on the left should have just taken these exact arguments and used them when Trump was president about coronavirus. Just said the same shit back to him. Just Warning to that
1: Obama might contaminate the VA hospitals with Ebola virus. And send the people infected with the virus to recovery and re education camps. Oh, yo, yeah, re education camps. They're yeah. talking about that shit again now with Corona. Yeah. One far right columnist estimated over 25 million people might die due to an Obama infected health crisis. Whew. Okay, so yeah, that's hilarious. Okay,
0: so the next one Obama will start a race war. I think we've all heard enough about that one. All of these, uh, Baltimore, Ferguson, it's all just, you know, what do they call them? False flags to start a race Mm war, blah, 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 blah. Deball the
1: police. It's to deball the police, as Michael Savage says, deball the police so that they. Okay. Obama will create a personal brown shirt army. Well, I think after January 6th, we can all agree that Steve Bannon and uh, all of these conspirators. Trump created
0: created his own uh, red shirt army, red hat army. There you go.
1: So 100% that did happen under Trump. Obama
0: didn't even have merch, man. He didn't even have merch. <laughs> Obama will seize guns. You think Wait. he's really going to create a whole army of people with matching uniforms? Yeah. This
1: motherfucker didn't even have merch. Wait, pull up the tally of the number of guns that Obama banned while he was in office. You can probably do it out of your head. Fucking zero. None. Zilch. Nothing. Uh, now, Bill Clinton did pass a some kind of a um, semi-automatic weapons ban when he was in there, but it expired and...
0: This one I had never heard of. Actually, Obama will invade Texas. Yeah, uh, they accused him of planning a federal takeover of Texas under a pretext of a 2015 military exercise this known as is James crazy. Helm. Never heard of that.
1: Jade Helm was, um, oh my God! And the people that are in Texas are still there. Um, Governor Abbott and um, Louis Gomer. You might not know them. They're crazies, left uh, right wing crazies. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was. Uh, somebody leaked a document where Obama was going to um, conduct these military exercises. And the what they were going to do is have, like, one branch or a part of the military in, like, New Mexico and one part in Texas and one part. And they were going to say, like, what if these were, like, different countries or different cities like in Afghanistan? Because they were talking about urban warfare and how America is not really prepared for that kind of town-to-town, you know, shit going on. So they were going to put different people. and they, And they had a map. And Texas was considered an enemy territory. And New Mexico was considered a friendly territory. Arizona was considered, like, each, they broke them up into enemy territories and friendly territories. And the military was going to do these training missions. So when this came out, it was like, oh, my God, a bomb is coming after Texas. We're enemy territory. And they went (laughs) fucking, lost their fucking minds. Listen, this is how serious it was. Governor Abbott called out the National Guard to protect Texans from the U.S. fucking military. Now, if you think that we have reached, in this Trump time, the highest height of partisan insanity, go back and watch some of the Jade Helm shit. Because people in Texas lost their fucking minds over that shit. Um, and, it, and nothing ever happened of it. So, of course, you know, and Jink uh, Younger on uh, Young Turks is like, where's the Jade Helm? What happened to the Jade Helm? Remember the Jade Helm? Because they just were going crazy. And then the FEMA camps, of course. Um, there were all these internet sleuths finding the FEMA camps with the coffins, stacked up FEMA, FEMA coffins. What does the government need all these FEMA? What do they need all these FEMA coffins? I guess coronavirus probably. And, um, Look at the barbed wire. And I've looked some of this shit up, okay? Look at these, the barbed wire. The barbed wire is facing in.
0: Yeah, I remember the videos. It's not
1: facing out because it's for keeping people in. There's railroad tracks that lead up to these facilities just like in the Holocaust. Like these people, they're they're certifiably insane. The videos are
0: probably still online.
1: They are still online and... And a couple of the places, people are like, yeah, I live next door to that. That's a fucking prison. Like, people Mm -hmm. are... Criminals are housed there. That's a fucking prison. Or it was an abandoned, shut down prison. So, yes, the barbed wire was used to keep people in. Prisoners. Prisoners. You fucking douchebag. Like, people didn't do any research on it. They just got online and it was like... (laughs) They should study people's brains when they do conspiracy shit because I swear it gives you a hit of dopamine because you're like, oh my God, I'm figuring something out right now. And it makes your brain high for a second and people get addicted to that and it makes them go down a rabbit hole plus the Google algorithm. So anyway, it's a deadly combination. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Um, Obama will ban the Bible. Yeah, I think we've heard all that shit. Yeah, of course. Oops.
0: Oh my god! I'm gonna have to watch that. Oh, it started okay. It's playing. So I can't shut it off. Okay. The uh, Obama will impose Sharia law. Okay.
1: Sharia law. They, yeah, they've Sharia been. Law. And Texas passed laws saying that Sharia law is not allowed in Texas.
0: Because they all accuse of Ob- Obama being a Muslim. We have all heard that one a shit mm-hmm. ton of times. And the last one was uh, Obama will stay in
1: office <laughs> forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> and the only president who's tried to actually stay in office via a coup. Guy. yeah so um anyway yeah it's all craziness
0: but i was just like sure you don't want to discuss the other really important obama scandals like the tan suit
1: oh god and <laughs> michelle obama's really a man which i'm like <laughs> who she fucking cares dress twice <laughs> who fucking cares if she's a man who cares if it's swinging <laughs> i don't i really don't man just wear a dress long enough to cover it <laughs> oh, when it's swinging that's it i can't no, but i mean really this is the best thing you got to come up with she showed her arms for real but melania posed nude and that was perfectly fine perfectly fine which is but it's backwards
0: for them to be like i okay know, with it.
1: but i'm just saying like what a fucking bunch of hypocrites yeah they are that's my thing for don't be sure. a hypocrite just be for real and you know if you're against it for one person be against it for the other person but I recommend what do you think simply, about Trump uh, getting booed about the vaccine thing? Did you see that? Yeah, I did. What do you think about that? Like, is, I, is he
0: is he going to lose his peeps? Yes, the QAnon people are not going to stick with Trump forever. They will move on to something crazier. I mean, these QAnon people are like, are those same types of people that were outside of prisons, being like, they're FEMA camps. And Trump was just the phase for them, and they'll move on to something crazier.
1: Some of them are just in it for grift. They know 100% it's bullshit. And the super them, crazy
0: ones will move but on. But
1: some of them actually do believe it, man. Like, there's a guy, Um, I'm, I'm not even going to repeat his name even if I could remember, because I don't want to give him any, any air time. But um, he is still pushing his stuff, still pushing his QAnon stuff. And I'm like, is it just, is he still getting grift? Is he still getting money? Like, he, because you look at the guy and you're like, eh, he's kind of pathetic. He's one of those guys who try, says he tried to get in the military, but he couldn't because of medical, whatever. And it's like, but does he really believe it or is he just in it for the grift? Who knows? But yeah, we just kind of wanted to do a hodgepodge today because we come up with all these different things we were talking about all week and uh, do a holiday hodgepodge of different stories and uh, you never run out of stuff to talk about with the crazies on the right.
0: Dude, I just, I can't. We won't won't, have to do a show about the crazies on the left though. If the ones they get up there and spit that shit every single day damn well knowing that it's nonsense if they just like sit down at their desk and they're like yeah. and then they just
1: do it like
0: yeah. <laughs> you gotta be getting sick of Am this I shit. Am I on camera
1: right now? Am I on camera? So what's our time at? Uh we're like 127. 127 okay um because there was one other thing I wanted to mention and um but I mean we could save it for next time.
0: All right. Well, the only other thing I wanted to mention was the obvious that uh, Gisley Maxwell was convicted.
1: Yeah, she was I thought convicted. there was a
0: really funny meme that was like, love, true love is when you finish each other's sentences. And it's a picture of her and Jeffrey Epstein. Ah,
1: that's a good one. That's pretty fucking I funny. I love it. I love it.
0: People are all talking about whether or not she's going to cooperate and give names. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I because would love she love it, it out of jail. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Because
1: she wanted it out of jail and she didn't take a plea deal. She wanted Yeah, right. Like, so if she bad. were going to cooperate right. and give names, would've that would have happened. It yeah, it would have been over. She's not going to go clear to the end, and then, nah, nah she, ain't ain't, she ain't giving no shit up. But that was all. I can't believe Betty White died, though. I know. It's a bummer.
0: I got to call everyone I know right now. All I'm
1: going to say is, if you have plans to go out this evening, don't accidentally turn on CNN, because the Coronavirus News Network has been nothing but paranoid hysteria for the last week about New Year's, and they're like course, freaking out and they're just they're all insane over there, and just don't turn on any news. Just try not out to out.
0: hang out in any uh, packed bars with no masks. You'll probably be all right if you're just hanging with your fam. And you guys are vaccinated. I just, you know what I mean. I'm like, if you guys are all vaccinated, and you're sitting in a room beating some pot and pans. You're probably all right. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> no, no, you got to be. If you, you got to be vaccine boosted and if have you 16 go masks on and fucking bubble suit, and still don't go out of your house, <laughs> and you
0: pack yourself at a bar and start smoking after people who are not vaccinated or you do not know, I would say you're probably fucked and also might be catching more than just Corona. Oh
1: yeah. That's another thing too.
0: Yeah. That's all I got. Don't drink and drive.
1: Yes. Um,
0: Please. Cops will be out. DUIs are expensive. And also you could kill a bus full of children and puppies or something. So don't Mm -hmm. do that. Um, But that's all I have.
1: That's all I have. Be
0: safe guys. This is Juke signing off.
1: This is Mick signing
0: off.